Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, wait, listen to those two clowns. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe, Sound It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show! Here we go, coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown Canton. Not a beautiful day today, overcast, no. rainy, for about another hour or so. 41 degrees right here in the heart of the Hall of Fame city. Yeah, just a, a, a yucky day out, man. Ran some errands. It, it sucks when you have to take the dog out in this weather, right? And they get uh, See, Lucy, I'm sure, is easier to dry, right? Because she doesn't have the, you oh, know, no. uh, the fur, the hair like Frank. She hates it. You bring a towel around her, she wants to attack dog. Really? She goes into attack mode. She doesn't like it. But I, the other thing is this. You take what? the Wonder Dog out when it's crappy like this, she does yeah. her business, comes right. She can't stand it. See, Hates Frankie does the cha-cha-cha, no. man. He'll, he'll be out there for 10 minutes, cha-cha, finding a smart, spot, mm-hmm. sniffing away, and then I'm sitting out there cussing up a storm. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. do your business already, Frank. My dog gets a little bit depressed when the weather's like this. She knows she can't go out and chase anything or do anything, and it's right. just really, she sits in that front window, and she just you know, whimpers the whole time. She's miserable. Kind of like me. Same one. Can't stand weather like this. That's you with the time change, right? Yeah, the time change. I. You know what? It's funny you mention that, too, because today was the first day that I found myself not up at the crack of dawn. And it's been like really? every day that the weather, you know, when it gets lighter earlier or whatever it is, it's like, all right, let's go. Today I was just really groggy, maybe because of the weather. I don't know. Yeah, well, today I woke up today knowing that there are certain days of the year where you just aren't looking forward to the day. And today mm. I started my colonoscopy prep today. How about that? That's yeah. Fun. So, oh yeah, this, so, this is a lot of fun. You're like a little uh, button, like a little horn when you've got to run to the bathroom. So we'll know. Yeah. I'm just, you know what? I have, <laughs> I've got my alarm on my phone set for like every half hour that I have to drink 12 ounces Good. of this crap uh, that's going to clean me out. So mm-hmm. if I tap out like they do mm-hmm. in the MMA or WWE, right. that means I'm running to the bathroom. Happy mm-hmm. uh, colonoscopy prep day today, and Wonderful. then I get it done tomorrow. Thank so. you for sharing that with us. Sure. Well, you know, we, we talk, hey, hey, we, we what want better everybody day to than be today? What better day than today than to do that, though? Really? Yeah. Lousy day out, right? Hey. Guess what? I'll take my uh, little iPad with me, maybe into the office if you get my drift. Cavaliers are on TNT tonight. I don't have to worry about not getting the game on Bally, so I'll be able to watch that against yeah, the Sixers. Playing tur- not playing tournament. This is that in-season tournament. I get them confused. Yes. I typed out a bunch of stuff on this thing because I still really don't understand the idea. But you go to their Wikipedia page, and it's very, very interesting because the second paragraph about this is, yeah. This. And they play Tuesdays and I believe Fridays in the month of November. Second paragraph says this. For decades, the NBA has been concerned about trying to compete with the National Football League for viewers and their attention when both leagues' regular seasons coincide every November and December. Wow. 
Yeah, the, this is the bottom line. Do do you care about this tournament? Have you like watched because of it? No, but it's interesting because on the last paragraph they came down with this. Now there's an 82 game season, right? Yes. But if you play a tournament in the season, they count yeah. on your regular record. But what if you okay. get knocked out? If you get knocked oh, okay. out of the in-season right. tournament, there's going to be two more games that you'll play against teams that got knocked out as well. So if you look at the season schedule, the one you have on the wall, like when we yeah. went to the Cavaliers, mm-hmm. I, I'm imagining there's only 80 games on that schedule. Mm, interesting. Okay. Well, I, I, you know what? I, I have not watched a Cavs game because, hey, this is the well, tournament thing that they're the in-season tournament. I'm like, yeah, so what? I don't care. Yeah, but Big not deal. every game is the tournament. The only tournament games are Tuesdays and Friday games. The reason you don't want to watch Cavaliers right now is because they haven't found themselves yet. And I don't know if they'll find they, it's They seem to have found themselves against Denver the other night, but the problem is this. No Donovan Mitchell again. This team's never really? 100%. Yes. He's out again, huh? Hamstring. Oh, Hammy. 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 <laughs> Let's go, Craig Porter. Yeah. Hey, against Philadelphia, take Craig Porter against Tyrese Maxey, Beautiful. man. Let's square it off and, and see what happens. I'll watch tonight. I yeah. will. It'll keep me occupied while I'm well, in the restroom. <laughs> it's a good measuring stick to see how good you are against yep. the upper echelon of the East. I mean, you took down last year's champion, right? In Denver, and yep. you, you really had your way with that team. I don't know if they can do it again. We'll see. Uh, at least it gives you hope that things are starting to go in the right direction. What are they, 7-6 and six now? Yeah, they've won three in a row, four of the last five, seven streaking. and six, over 500. It's all good. Don't look now, they're streaking. <laughs> Just like you will be here in about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> make a make a beeline right. for the bathroom. Beeline, he got fired a few years ago. Um, yeah, so um, uh, I'll watch that tonight. Uh, and uh, I'm also, you know what? I don't know about you, dude. I'm really starting to get fired up for the Ohio State game on Saturday. Hasn't hit me I yet. I cannot wait. It oh, it has me. Mm-mm. Oh. Cannot wait, dude. That no. That is going to be a hell of a football game on I Saturday. I did read a story that says Ohio State, for the first time in five years, is an underdog in this game. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in, like, 43 games, they're an underdog in a Big Ten game. How about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how dominant they've been, uh, you know, over the years. So, um Good. I'm glad they're the underdog. I want that little extra motivation to keep them focused. Mm-hmm. So when the you know the the announcement comes out tonight uh, that they're you know two and Michigan's three, they don't get too big headed about them. Hey, we're two, they're three, yeah. but how are they favored over us? Uh, think, that's a little motivation. All you have to do is look at the last couple of years, whether that team cheated or not. That's enough motivation for anybody in Columbus. And the other thing is this: you're going into a game where you are an underdog. That's motivation. Okay, in yep. a game last year you were favored in, and they they had their way with you, and everybody's talking about how more physical they are than you. There's a ton of motivation to go around. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this uh, Saturday at noon. So uh, we'll have it for you. Ten thirty pregame, twelve o'clock kickoff, right here on WHBC. I will be. Uh, and by the way, I just in case any of my friends are listening. Don't call me Saturday. All right, leave me alone. Yeah. Twelve o'clock comes. Don't bother me at all. All right, <laughs> it's gonna be. I'm gonna be eating leftovers from Thanksgiving. There you go. Right, 
uh, I'll, I'll be all cleaned out, and I'll be healthy and good to go, and uh, uh, I'll be able to watch the Buckeyes hopefully beat the Wolverines, and I'll be glad to be wrong. I'm hosting a watch party at Jersey's Belden Village, and I don't even know what time I'm starting. I think they want me there at like 9. I'll probably get there around 10. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Roll in. I mean, you want to get there early, you want to get your table, but I I have my table. It's the stage. It's good to be the king. That's right. (laughs) Save me parking by the dumpster. I'm good. There, there you go. It's good to be the king. Right. You're in charge of that. You you control the you know the mood and, and what goes on at that place, man. And uh, I sent out a couple of videos today that were making the rounds on social media. You know, OHIO, and we we don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan. And uh, there was a sweet video, JT. They put a compilation of the best damn band in the land together, and they were aerial shots of any time they did. Uh, we don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan mm-hmm. and the different skits that they would march out yeah. and they would always stamp out or throw away a Michigan banner or something mm-hmm. like that. It was awesome, man. It's so cool. Did you ever go to a skull session before a Buckeyes game? Yes. That You talk about intense. You talk about a Ooh. pep rally. And to right. get the players and the coaches there before a game, which is really unheard of, you would think, it's unreal. I haven't been to one in years because we've been doing the tailgates for so long. But you right. talk about being intense. You see Ryan Day, and a lot of people think that he's been uh, under a lot more extreme pressure this season, or if it's just a matter of him just finally facing the Piper and saying, look, man, this is what we got to do, and we're going to get this job accomplished, and maybe that's the way to get to his team. I don't know. I like a coach like that. I like the way he talks in the locker room. I like the way Kevin Stefanski talked in the locker room the last two weeks because I need a guy to show some emotion at times. And, and that wasn't either one of those two. I mean, there are so many similarities between these two teams with the exception of all the, the injuries that have happened with the Browns. You talk about teams with coaches that are cerebral. You talk about coaches where the best part of their team is usually the defense. There's a lot of similarities between those two. Yeah, I, I think Ryan Day isn't as much of an introvert as Jim Harbaugh is. You know what I mean? But with no, their not press Harbaugh, I'm talking about Ryan Day. Well, that's what I mean. Ryan yeah. Day versus Harbaugh. Okay. You know, their their styles, their okay. approaches. I Jim Harbaugh seems like an introvert and socially challenged uh, to me at least. Um so you know, Ryan Day is a little more, bit more outgoing, but hey, Ryan Day's one and two yeah. against that team up north. He needs to get the back, uh, get back to five hundred this yeah, year. Yeah, there's something about Harbaugh. If you're not in the family and that whole uh, persona of us against everyone, is the right. same thing that Ohio State's been saying for years too. And let's face it, anybody that can make a cool T-shirt and says "us against everybody else" is going to use that as their battling cry. And that's another thing Michigan has to look forward to. And you're going up there to beat that team. And we heard from Kirk Barton who said. There's no finer feeling on a football field than winning that game up there. Yeah, it, it must be just awesome to go into the outhouse and silence 111,000 yeah. fans, and they can't do a damn thing about it, right? Don't you remember a couple of years ago we went up there and there were banners in the stands, and you could hear them going around that entire stadium with the O-H-I-O yep. chant? How eerie yes. was that? Oh, then all of a sudden, game. they're the best team in the Big Ten for the last three years. Okay, that's you weren't cheating. cheating. Yeah, yeah, that's because exactly. they're cheating. Cheaters, they're just like the Astros. They're che- they knew they couldn't get over the hump, so they had to push the envelope. Uh, and if you ain't mm-hmm. cheating, you ain't trying, and it ain't cheating unless you got caught. Well, guess what? They got caught. Looks and like so it. now we'll see uh, what happens this. Hey, 
If they go out and kick our ass on Saturday, then you know what? You take the medicine. You, you can't say a damn thing whether they cheated or didn't cheat with Harbaugh, without Harbaugh. Harbaugh, if they beat you three years in a row, Ryan Day's got nothing to say, man. Mm-hmm. He just needs to shut up, and everybody else, including myself and even Mr. Pingaling, will need to shut up and not say a damn thing. Well, that's why you play the games. And anything yeah. can happen, especially in a rivalry game of this magnitude when you're that evenly matched. I mean, when you look at the point spread, what is it, three and a half? Yeah. Don't you get that for playing at home anyway, whether you've got your coach or not? Now, you can look at it and say, Jim Harbaugh's not coaching that game. If he were there, maybe it would be a six-point differential. I think you have to have your head coach this game in order to really put your best foot forward because at the end of the day, he's the reason you went there, three-star right. recruit, four-star right. recruit. He's the leader of that team, and if he's not there – are you going to be able to get everything out of those players, especially if they get down early? And I believe that's one of the keys that the Buckeyes have to, A, not turn the ball over. We know that. Right. B, get up on that team early. I agree with you. Make them play from behind. Sure. That's the key because they don't throw it as well as they pass it. Right. And, yeah, I know, J.J. What? McCarthy threw three long touchdown passes last year. But, hey, if he knew what the defense was, it's a hell of a lot easier to throw three bombs than when you don't know what's happening. First of all, that sounds like something I would say. They don't throw it as well as they pass it. You meant to say they don't oh, throw sorry. it as well, as well as they run it. They, they want to run, run it, ball. yes. You've got yes. to turn them into a throwing team, but that's the same thing we said about them last year. But, again, we didn't know that possibly they were cheating the whole time. I looked at McCarthy, and I told you from day one, I don't believe in this kid as far as being an elite passer in college football. Maybe one of the reasons was I had seen him before the cheating allegations. And now all of a sudden, it's easy to, it's easy to complete passes when you need to, when you know the defender's not going to be there, and we're running zero blitzes at you. Yeah, makes it a hell of a hey. Makes it a, knowing that that field's going to be wide open down there. Mm-hmm. If you just put the ball anywhere near your receiver, he's going to make at least a big catch, if mm-hmm. not go for a touchdown. Did you watch last night's Monday night game? I watched. Did it you last. watch any? I know you have to do your Monday night football. Do you yep. ever get a chance to watch the Manning cast? We don't have the Manning cast up on the audio. We have the you know uh, the regular game and the play-by-play okay. description, so I don't get to watch it. But that, you don't no. record it, watch it at home ever? No. Uh-uh, you haven't. will learn so much about the intricacies of really? football by watching them. I mean, a lot of it's fun. A lot of it is poking fun at uh, Peyton Manning. But when they had Michael Vick on, and what I'm getting at is the zero-coverage blitz, okay. where everybody is going after the quarterback. It was started basically to stop Michael Vick from running. Really? But the thing is this. Now you've got these defenses. If you don't get to the quarterback, it's only a matter of time before somebody like a Patrick Mahomes is going to burn you. Now, the problem with Patrick Mahomes last night is he had too many drops. But if they complete two or three of those passes, they win that game. My point is this. It's easy to throw where the defense isn't going to be when you know they're not going to be there. And it seems as though if Michigan was stealing signs from Ohio State Every time we went into that coverage, or in this case, blitz, that's where they got those part of those five chunk plays in the second half of that game last year, and they were able to blow you out. They scored over 40 points two years in a row. I think it's a little bit of a fluke. JT, I'm, that's one of the things I want to see, all right? Was it indeed the cheating, the sign stealing, that enabled them to – rack up 87 points the last two years or whatever it is, 
and almost a thousand yards the last two years uh, against the Buckeyes defense and uh, hold their offense under because uh, they knew when C.J. Stroud was going to throw the ball or he was going to hand it off, right? So this, for me, I'll be watching this game like I've never watched a Michigan-Ohio State game before. Mm -hmm. I I just, I'm really curious to see if they're that good, if they've turned the corner, Michigan, right? Or if, you know, they just benefited from knowing uh, like, hey, if it's a curveball versus a fastball, I don't have to swing early. I can sit back and know uh, that's going to be about 10 miles an hour slower, and I sit back on that curveball and knock it out of the park. Jose Altuve and all those guys, same thing. If you're uh, J.J. McCarthy and, and you know a blitz is coming, it's a hot read, you get rid of the football, right? Or if you know that it's a zero coverage, then that field's open up down the field. You throw that ball out there, you got a chance for a big play. So, Big difference. We're, we're going to see if they're good or if they uh, just benefited from cheating. That's the way I'll, I'll be watching this game. And, and if they beat our ass again, then you know what? I'll come on here Monday and say, hey, I got nothing to say. Cheating, not cheating. They're the better team. End of story. Which is fine, too. Because, I mean, again, when you're that closely ranked and two versus three and whatever you have, you expect it to be a close game. And even when you just look at the – uh, the line on the game at three and a half, and I, what's the over under? Forty something? Is it? I saw forty seven and a half and forty six okay. and a half. The, those were the two numbers that I saw on different apps. Now, the the thing is, you have to maybe stay away from the total in this game because if one side does get an edge on the other one, they're yeah. going to try to score till there's zeros on the scoreboard, and it doesn't matter if it's a blowout. They're going to go for the jugular. Don't you think, Ryan Day, if he got a chance to, to hang, what did he say a couple of years ago? If I could hang 100 on him, I'd do it. Well, after what happened the last two years, I don't think there's ever a chance that he's going to take his foot off the pedal at the end of this game. If the Buckeyes are indeed in the lead with a big lead either, they're going to try yeah. to just rub it in. Here's the thing that, that I hope that's the case, number one. Number two, I hope he doesn't get caught up in that because you need your guys to stay healthy. And you don't want a Michigan player taking a cheap shot at McCord, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or at Trevion Henderson, because you still have to play Iowa the following week yeah. in the Big Ten game, mm-hmm. and then Big Ten championship game, and then you're going on to the playoffs. So that's fine. Yeah. Hey, if they can't stop you, keep scoring, yeah. but don't put your players at risk. Fine. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. Can't argue with that. So it should be a good game Saturday at noon, uh, Ohio State, Michigan. And then, of course, you know, this whole week is just littered with all kinds of sporting events. I don't know if you realize this or not, but on Thanksgiving Day, and we'll get to the football games and the Black Friday games, what about college hoops on Thanksgiving? So you've got three football games on Thanksgiving. You start off at 1230, Detroit hosts Green Bay, then it's Dallas, Washington, San Francisco at Seattle. All three of those games are going to be snooze fests. The best thing about them might be the halftime show, and I don't know who's performing, but usually it's somebody good. Black Friday gets even worse on Amazon Prime, Miami at the Jets. Snooze fest. Oh God. College hoops. I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the play of the week. Okay. MSU at Arizona at four o'clock on Fox. Michigan State Sparty is ranked number twenty one. Arizona's number three. That might be your best sporting event the entire weekend before the Browns play on Sunday. Uh and the Buckeyes. In the Buckeyes, of course, obviously. Michigan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving. But- yeah, uh, you know what? I might tune that in because I have not paid a single mind other than when Ohio State played their first game against Oakland from Detroit. I haven't paid any yeah. attention to to college basketball, right? 
I know the Buckeyes girls team lost to USC their first game, but they're back on track, and the Buckeyes men's team has a couple of wins. But that's it. So I, I might have to check that one out. That, yeah. that, that it might be. Ba- Do you think the NFL is going too far by doing the Black Friday game? I mean, is there not? I, no, what? I think they've gone too far with the Thursday night games. Thursday okay. night games stink. Yeah, they're not very good. The Amazon Prime thing, I, I'm not really, I'm not digging it. Black Friday, Amazon Prime, Thursday night game, all these mm-hmm. extra games and mid, you know, hey, Saturday I get it, Sunday I get it, Monday I get it, but the rest of the week I don't need football on yeah. Thursday or Friday night. I don't. You can go back a couple, five, six years ago and say, aren't you tired of watching the Lions and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day? What'd they do? Mm-hmm. They had a third game. Yeah. Come on, man. Let us relax. Let us relax one day of the year. You know what it's like? Do you remember when the Cavaliers were good and we would play on Christmas Day? I know they're good again now, but we would play on Christmas. Let me enjoy my holiday, man. Now I got to be nervous and watch LeBron James take on Golden State or whoever. Can't I just relax one day? Well, that 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 was supposed to be an honor to play on that day if you're a basketball. Not for us. We had to work. It's no honor to have to work. You want to be with family and friends, go find you know things to do and go buy batteries because you forgot to buy them for the toys for the kids and everything else. I want to be able to enjoy my holidays, not work on my holidays. Here's what I'm pissed at. What? I'm pissed that the game on Sunday between the Browns and the Broncos is a 405 Can't start because I've got to do the uh, – and, and don't get me wrong. I love hanging with the uh, Browns backers, Stark County Browns backers at Jersey's, but that keeps me from going to see uh, – or does it? No. That's what? a Saturday game with the Lakers. I can go to the game yeah, on – Oh, night. I thought they were playing Sunday. Mm-mm. Oh, I can try and go see my no. buddy LeBron on Saturday after the Buckeyes Cavaliers game. tonight and tomorrow. Tonight they're in Philadelphia. Tomorrow night they host the Heat. Then they play again on Saturday versus the Lakers. All right. I got to uh, – uh, let's see, uh, credential. i got to call Ooh. the Cavs and see if I can get a credential you know, for Saturday. Here's something funny. Should what? we set our Giannino's proper parlay bet of the day whether or not Anthony Davis plays in that game? <laughs> <laughs> let's hope he doesn't. We need all the help we can get right now with our injuries uh, I'd and I'd say there's a chance he probably doesn't play. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where <laughs> the – hey, let's hope Donovan Mitchell plays in that game, right? Yeah, really. I mean, I – how do you feel about that backcourt? I mean, it seems as though one guy's hot, the other guy's not, and they never seem to be on the same page at the same time. It's really strange that Darius Garland plays better when Donovan Mitchell's not in Played the good the it? other night, but I don't know if that's because he was pushed by this Craig Porter. I mean, it just seems at times that, and I know it's early, but Darius Garland at times doesn't look interested. Lazy. Lazy. Here's the thing, and I'm Miles Garrett is very similar to Darius Garland. Not this season, not this year. uh, uh, Let me let me get to it. He's very similar to Evan Mobley and Darius Garland in their outward emotional approach. Right? You don't see a lot of uh, fist pumps or outbursts or high fives or getting angry and mad. Now this year, you're right. Miles Garrett has changed. Yeah, I think so. He's leading the league in sacks with 13. He's the front runner for defensive player of the year. 
So it's just, I'd like to see, hey, now that he's part owner, mm-hmm. he needs to take Evan well. Mobley aside and Darius Garland aside and say, hey, let's light a fighter under your ass and get you going a little it's more. It's called leadership, and where does leadership come from? Usually good coaching. And the fact of the matter is he's got a good defensive coordinator. And speaking of coordinators, Ooh. maybe Ooh. you'll get better quarterback or offensive play in Pittsburgh now that they fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah, Matt Canada can today, finally. Now all they have to do is get rid of Mike Tomlin, start from scratch, and be good to go. Retool that whole organization, man. Finishing 500 doesn't mean a doodly squat. While you're at it, get rid of those stupid, terrible towels to him. Sick of them. (laughs) It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.